Sante Miguel Archangeli, defende nos en proelio. Contra mequitiam et insidias diabole esto proelsidium. Imperete et Deus, supleges de precamor. Tuque, princeps melices celestes. By the power of God, thrust into hell Satan, and with him, those evil spirits who prowl about the world for the ruin of souls. Amen. About this podcast today, guys. Why? Why? Could be, I don't want to fucking die. I don't want to die either, dude. What no happens? Going to die. I don't want to be financially ruined. Oh, it's worse than that. Well, please enlighten me. You don't want to die in a car crash, lose all your money, get a cursed butthole, <laughs> or find out you have cancer. That actually if, happened. Yes. What if you have cancer in your butthole? Well, just. Check out. You, okay, you'd right. have to tell us about that. Yeah. Okay. Why are we talking about this though? Why? There's actually a serious thing to this. All right. We're gonna we're gonna try this again because the first time we tried to say something in sequence, we fucking failed. It was not good. Okay, I gotta look at your lips. Are you ready for this? Yes. All right. We all have to say this at once, and if you're listening, you should probably say this too, just in case. Robert the doll. Robert, Robert the, the doll. doll. That was not insane. Oh, I, I thought we were <laughs> going to go after you. after? Is this like court or is this like jail? You know what? Just repeat after me. This okay. make this a lot easier because I'm just making this shit up. So repeat, after, repeat after me. Robert the doll. Robert the, the doll. doll. We ask you permission. We, we ask, ask you permission, permission to research you. To research you. We will not make fun of you. We will not make fun of you. We will not make fun of anything you've done. We will not make fun of anything you've done. Beep, 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 beep. Wow. We... <laughs> I lost it. I lost it. God damn it. Keep going. Keep going. Bring it back. Bring it back now. Bring it Bring it back. We solely want to research you and let your presence be known to the public. We, we solely want, want to, to research, research you and, and let your, your soul be, be known to the be audience. Known to the audience. There we go. Yeah, you guys still fucked it up. Um, fear Robert the doll, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Stuck in This Purgatory. I'm Chase, and joining me in Purgatory, as always, is the semi-nude hunter. I like to be naked! <laughs> and the fashionably late, Adrian. Usually you're the one that's late. You know what? He's that has been better. You, I know on the last episode, we were talking about resolutions, and I said that I had no resolutions. My number one resolution is not to be late. That's because a good one. Every time you see those memes, and like... Oh, you win a million dollars if you bring your one late friend. I'm always the fucking pick. <laughs> Everyone always sends it to him. <laughs> exactly. So it's known. I apparently am a late guy. Whatever. That's okay. I like my sleep. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> when I can't sleep. When I'm not having horrible night terrors. <laughs> when you're not dreaming that the walls are covered in blood. Yes. <laughs> or researching this fucking topic has really not been fun. I have to admit, I'm scared. Just wait till Chucky gets on top of you and just starts humping your face. <laughs> I'd rather have that than actually Robert the doll fucking with my life. I'm being serious, guys. Okay. Uh, this is scary. Yeah, no. You guys put the fear of death in my eyes when you're like, hey, guess what? We're doing Robert the doll. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. You I didn't, didn't even, even know who he was. I, I didn't even. I didn't either. After you told me, I was like, I'm not researching him. I'll research everything revolving around him, but I'm not researching him. <laughs> That's very true. Chase didn't do any research on Robert the doll. He did research on every other aspect of him. But he would not look at the stories and everything behind I'm, it. I'm seriously about ready to send him like a bag of candy because apparently he has a sweet tooth. And he that's does. why we asked for permission because people who have not asked for permission have been royally fucked. 
and we will go over the, over that in the second episode. This it's is a two-parter. This is a two-parter. It's so, gonna be too thick, huh? This is. I, there is. Damn boy, she's thick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Robert. You were thicky. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, <laughs> we are gonna do a two-parter on this one. Um, there is a lot of information, uh, and for him being, I shouldn't say widely known, but not not known. Um, there's a lot to cover on this guy. I mean, everybody thinks when they think about possessed dolls, their immediate reaction is Annabelle because of the fucking movie. But this guy is much spookier and much more real, and you should be scared of this guy. When I talked about Hotel Colorado being more haunted than the Stanley Hotel, this is that same situation. Robert the doll is a bigger deal than Annabelle and any other cursed doll that, that I've personally researched. This shit's real. I think this is the first topic where I'm just going to be as bold in my opinion and say this shit is 100% real. I've watched too many videos of watching this thick fucking thing move, the spirit orbs, all this crazy shit. He's coming to get us. So, Adrian, you have something? Yeah, I, I do have something because I don't know if our listeners know about the doll island, but that's one of the scariest things that I could think of. And just to think about a doll that's just running around your house, freaking screaming, talking to your own kid. Tell me that that doesn't just bring you to tears. Is that the same place that it's like a toy museum? Let's talk about Doll Island a little bit because when we get down the the real heavy path of Robert, we'll be just rocking and rolling. But I want to hear a little bit about Doll Island because it'll kind of set the creepiness because those dolls on that island have a kind of a characteristic feel of what doll, what Robert the doll looks like. Yes, I mean, Doll Island, it's a bunch of, like, 1930s, 1920s dolls. So it's not like the typical dolls that you see nowadays where it's, like, Barbie and it's just plastic. They're, uh, what would you say, cotton? There's that, yeah, wo- like, rag dolls and yeah, stuff. Well, Robert is stuffed with that weird wood material. I'm yes. actually going to look, I'm going to real time, because that shit was weird to see. So with, with Doll Island, there's a bunch of dolls that are just hanging from trees. Or trees. And through this island, it's infested with spiders and snakes and no one ever wants to go on it but it's a very hot topic for a lot of paranormal investigators to go look at it because it's just so freaking creepy well so i did do a little bit of brief research and before we get into robert the doll i i really want to talk about just the creepiness of dolls in itself because there are so many videos that are horrifying i i can't remember where this was or what it was called but apparently someplace down in the southern united states there is like a toy museum and in this toy museum, they have everything from, you know, toy or car, toy cars, um, you know, old little toy airplanes, the Zeppelin from A Christmas Story, shit, shit like that. But the last, the last room is a doll room. And they, I was reading this one article, they were saying, like, the majority of people who come to this museum won't even go to the last room. They will walk like an Ikea. This place is like an Ikea. They will walk... All the arrows! They will walk all the way back to the entrance and not go through the doll room because they're too scared to go through it. Dude, random thought, as you're you're saying about this, about dolls. Why does all of our grandmas have fucked up dolls in their rooms? Oh my gosh. I'm sick of this shit! It's in my house! It's It's all over the place! Time out. Time out. Time out, time out, time out, time out. So, my grandparents' house is right next door to my parents' house. And we used to go over there all the time. And what creeps me out is when we go over there for Christmas, my nephew and niece who are, my nephew now is five and my niece is one, they always pick up this one doll and it's like a little baby doll that my grandma had because her mother had it. 
and it's the creepiest looking doll. It has no hair on it. It's bald. It's has big black eyes and the batteries are taken out, but it used to like talk and everything. Well, all the babies all the time in that house always pick up that doll. And mm. for some reason, I always think that doll's eyes move. And it's the creepiest looking doll. Ever. I hate it. I fucking hate yeah. dolls. Dude, I'm sick of it. In my grandparents' house, uh, they both passed away. Rest in peace. Oh, I love you, grandparents. Peace. You were amazing. Me. Um, they had a weird, like, I, I wouldn't really call it a tri-level house. Because you would walk in and, and there would be, like, the kitchen and everything. You can go down in the living room or you can go up to the bedrooms. When you went upstairs to the bedrooms, there was the master bedroom and then just another bedroom across from it. I don't I don't know what possessed my grandma to do this, but she put the fucking doll looking down the hallway from the bedroom into the master bedroom. So anytime you went to the bathroom that's in between the two, you had to look at this fucking doll. Oh. And not, guess, guess what? Guess what? That doll is now in my fucking house, no. in my basement. Burn it. And when you say I have a mimic, mimic in my house, it's that goddamn doll. Burn it with fire. Oh my Burn God. it with fire. Well, you that, do have a that, mimic. That brings up the great uh, Conjuring movie about Annabelle, where the uh, the two nurses, they love dolls. And there is one room. No, I, I apologize. Take it back in the movie. The people that first possessed Annabelle, they were, uh, they were p- part of a cult. And they had a doll room. And... It always sat on a reclining chair or a rocker chair, and it would just go back and forth while Annabelle sat in it. And that's exactly what I think about every freaking doll. That's what, and literally, this doll was on a mini rocker. It why? I don't why, know. why is that a thing? I hate it. All right, all right. Well, I'm so tired of these fucking dolls in our grandparents' houses. Oh, but There's, we could go into hours. We, we could. We all seriously. have a story. I'm sure listeners, I email us because I know you have a creepy doll that's done some shit in your childhood or your adulthood, like me and Dom when we fucking lived with our grandma and the dolls that stared at us while we slept in our little twin beds. Fucked up. Dude, if you're active on social media, there's a TikTok or an Instagram reel out there of this little girl right now. She's holding, she just got a doll as a present. She's holding it in her lap on the side, looking at her mom laughing, saying thank you or whatever. In the meantime, this is all videotaped. The doll's head rotates 90 degrees to stare at the girl. The girl freaks out. Throws the doll and the video ends up. Burn it with fire. You, you want a crazy story? If you guys have heard of uh, the scariest places in Iowa, the Villisca Axe Murder House, there's a video on YouTube of a doll moving around. Why? And <laughs> Why? Just, just a little background over this Axe Murder House. There was a family that was murdered by someone that, with an axe, and they never found who committed the murders. So they just have this house that no one ever moved in to. And so now people just go and tour it. And one person just sits there and gives tours to this like little 1,300 square foot house. And people always find certain things happening. Why can't these dolls, these evil spirits, like possess dildos or other, you know, more comical objects? I'm tired of it. I, I'm glad you're bringing this up because I personally want to talk about dolls and kind of go into the voodoo side of things first. Um, you know, what we know about the whole act of a voodoo doll or, and possessing something before we get into Robert the doll. Ooh. Because I think this is it actually, actually... ties into Robert. I think it's very important it to is. get this information. Where's so, Olivia? Yeah, right? <laughs> well, if yeah, if you guys listen to the Olivia episode, we yeah. did talk about um, the use of um, poppets, effigies, voodoo dolls, if you really want to claim it that. So there's some inter- interesting stuff in that episode as well. But I read an article and I... There was one sentence in particular that really stuck with me. And the fascination of people's interest in dolls being possessed 
is that it's an empty shell. It's basically an empty shell uh, of a human. Right. You know, this makes sense. We, if you, I, I believe that everybody has a soul. It's the the spiritualist way of thinking. So unless you're inviting that into your body and you're vulnerable, you as a human being are not going to have an entity in you. You cannot come in. But just having a shell of an inanimate object. And when you're talking about dildos, there's batteries in there, so. Oh. <laughs> but what, what, what if they could, like, fuck around with the electrical field, you know? Energy. Energy. You know what? I'm sure a lot of girls would like if their dildos were possessed. Possessed by an 1876 fucking Civil War fight or 1776 Civil War spirit? You took that way. For, I was just thinking they would get rid of mankind, but hey, whatever. <laughs> yeah, who needs men? I'm yeah. trying to make it funny. Didn't work. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, I think it's important to know more about the dolls and spiritual possession of dolls. If we really go back, uh, and I want to say way back, to the beginning of what we know um, from archaeological institutes. So there's a couple institutes out there, and this one is from, I'm going to butcher this name, Jukowski. I think it's the Jukowski Institute for Archaeology in the Ancient World. It's from Brown University. Mm, prestigious. They did, yeah, no, I, there's actually, surprisingly, when I, I literally just typed in voodoo doll history, mm-hmm. and a lot came up. And there was actually a lot from uh, institutes. So there's a lot of studies on this. Uh, this article um, kind of goes back all the way to um, African um, descent. So back in the day, the African chiefs, um, they were using things, and this is a plural word for Nikisi. They're called Minkisis. Um, they're basically a wooden statue that they would have um, pins or nails or needles or stuff in. But the weird thing about it is in the center of it, they would have some sort of a container. And they would put some sort of material, whether it be, you know, uh, wood or string or even ashes of somebody. Um, like a little drawer? Like a little It's like a jar. Compartment? Yeah. It's, it's Inside l- the figure. The image I'm looking at right now, it's a wooden figure. The stomach is cut out, so there's a hole in the center. Yeah. And there's, like, a gourd in the center. So, like, the, the really bulbous part of the gourd is on the backside, and the stem comes through the stomach, and that's where they're putting material in. What the fuck? Yeah. So the whole theory behind this is um, there are spirits out there. Um, they're called the uh, Inkisi. And so these chiefs use these uh, Minkisis to um, communicate with them. And they were using that to help uh, make a connection between the spirit realm. So it's a weird, complex relationship of a people-thing-spirit. Good thing you point that out because objects are fundamental components of cosmology and Afro-Cuban religions, which mean that they serve to represent, pay homage to, and feed a constellation of spirits. Jesus Christ. I cannot. I, I'm guys. Real quick before you continue, shocked by the intricacies of the connections of these cultures and how the these objects and these curses and all these things that they're doing. We've we've really butchered it as a modern culture. We really have. Well, and so that's the thing, and that's what the other article I read got into. So, um, and that's kind of why I pointed out on Olivia's episode when she was saying that voodoo dolls were actually used. Um, to help ease pains like they would put needles in certain areas to help ease the pain instead of make it um suffering you know i did acupuncture once i didn't like it well and so i made i brought up the point where it was uh i feel like maybe there was some sort of interaction with asian cultures because of that acupuncture 
Adrian, have you ever done acupuncture? Yes, I have. We know how you feel about chiropractors, but how do you feel about acupuncture? It's great. It feels amazing. <laughs> uh, the reason behind that is because it actually gets into your nervous system and it relieves the pain. And it's not Great's a theory behind that you would live forever and ever like chiropractor schools teach. But. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't get them on the tangent. So, and, and I do want to um, go back and say I misspoke. The Nikisi is the object. The actual spirit is called the Nganga. Nganga. Wow. Yes. Mobutu! <laughs> Resident Evil 5. Resident Evil 5. Chris! Shiva! You saw, guys, that's a childhood thing for me and Chase. And every time I fucking do that voice, this is the reaction. Go on Patreon, <laughs> watch the video, and you'll see Chase dying right now. Okay, oh let's okay, let's get back on topic. So back let's on loop topic. on why we're talking about voodoo because it really does play into the conspiracies and the theory behind Robert the Doll. Yeah. So I, I gave you a bunch of uh, large words. So you have the Nkisi, which is the plural for Nikisi. Nikisi is just the meaning. Uh, it, it says here on the article, which literally means things which do things. So it's just an object that these this culture used to help engage with spirits. And they simply did it, as the voodoo term suggests, to either help or harm whoever that was. So whether it was to catch a thief, if it was to help a pregnancy out, it could be used um, for good or harm. But the only way to interact with these was through the chiefs of the region. And uh, Witch doctors... Ravenmocker. Yeah. Ravenmocker. I mean, <laughs> this goes back all the way <laughs> to early civilizations. And don't don't forget the parallels in the Catholicism and Christian religion, as we talked in Emily's Emily <laughs> Olivia's episode, when we talked about how Catholics will use their saints in a physical form, like a like a doll or a statue, and they pray to it to you know enhance their lives. These these parallels exist in all modern and and, and um, medieval religions. Yes, it's not that far off, guys. When you hear voodoo, it's a lot deeper than what you think it is. It's a whole religion. It is. Like, well, there's books on voodoo that you guys could go read. So I don't want to go too far in the voodoo doll, um, mainly because I really want to do an episode on uh, Marie Laveau. That's going to be a huge series, and that's going to involve a lot of voodoo stuff. So. For the long and the short of things, um, basically, from early civilizations, they've already come up with a way of making some sort of an altar, is what I'm going to call it, because it could be anything, Mm -hmm. and using that to interact with a spirit for good or harm. And I I think another good way of looking at it is these dolls represent something to an individual, and once the individual starts putting a bunch of energy into it, then that's how these dolls absorb that kind of spirit behind it. The one thing I want to finish off before we move on to Robert the doll. Okay. It was very interesting because I read two different articles, and there seemed to me reading them very opposing articles. So the other one is an article from John Hopkins University Press. Um, this one is written from, I believe it's Dr. Frank Furter. I apologize if I added the doctor or if I did not. Sorry, Doc. Um, and he goes into a whole article about the misconception of the term voodoo. So he does point out, and I do agree with this, that voodoo is a term used by modern American society um, because they didn't understand the actual practice. So <clears throat> when we talk about these kind of things in possession of dolls um, or using dolls to uh, do whatever you choose with them, 
we are going to stick to more of a doll stance of it's an individual object. There is a religion behind it, but the religion is not the voodoo religion. Got it. Thank you for giving them a voice, Chase. Hey, you know what? The dolls have to have a voice, too. They do. Cur- all cursed objects. Rights for cursed objects. <laughs> Let's fight for it. I'm, I'm putting up a uh, GoFundMe for the rights for dolls if you uh, want to join me on this. <laughs> yeah, come, come, come donate. We're asking for $1 million. One million dollars. Um, that's nothing in today's society, so we yeah. should bump that up. Two Wait. million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> One okay. billion trillion dollars. Yeah, <laughs> trillion. Okay, Adrian, slide us nice and softly into the history of Robert the Doll. Chase has given us a great voodoo aspect. It's going to play in. All these things that we talked about tie in. There's a lot to talk about with Robert, and he's fucking terrifying, and I'm not looking forward to this. Get me another beer. Anybody, hand me a beer. Uh, I th- we're, we're cutting <laughs> you off for the night. <laughs> so I think this would be a great transition over because you guys have seen the Chucky movies. You guys have seen the Annabelle movies. And everyone believes Annabelle is the most haunted doll on the earth. But this is not true. You guys have to hear about Robert the doll. Robert the there is doll. so many stories behind people seeing certain things, people being affected by him, that we have to cover his whole history. And the nice fun fact about it is the Chucky movies were made because of Robert the Doll. So if that doesn't get you guys hyped for Robert the Doll, I don't know what will. And you can go see him today. He exists, and he's still active. Paranormal paranormal active. Yeah, send him some chocolate. Seriously. He loves it. So, would get behind the origin of Robert. Robert is a unique doll who was first owned and named by the, a painter from Florida named Robert Eugene Odo. One fun fact about Robert Eugene Odo, he usually goes by Eugene. So, when he did name this, he was going by Robert. He went by Gene. Gene. He went by Gene, but right. a lot of people that don't really know him call right. him Eugene. So, I'm not trying to disrespect Eugene. Sure. Because if his spirit is in the doll... I'm not trying to offend him. <laughs> As you can tell, we are very scared. We are, we're treading lightly. And because he named the doll after himself yes. and dressed him mm-hmm. and, and describe how, what the fuck Robert the doll looks like. Yes, I will. Uh, according to legend, Robert the doll was given as a gift in 1903 to young Eugene. And Robert was a childhood birthday gift from Odo's grandfather who bought the doll during a trip to Germany. Because it was made by the Stiff Company of Germany. Handmade. Yes. Handmade. Well, fun fact about that company. They're the first company that made Teddy Roosevelt's teddy bear. You're fucking kidding nope. me. How cool <laughs> is that? How fucking cool is that? I don't want to do this. Stop this episode. This is too many parallels with our bullshit. This is fucked. <laughs> Chase, turn this shit off. I'm Did so... you not know? He told me. I didn't fucking know he that. He didn't tell you? Oh, my God. How Bang. cool is that? You got it's it. It's not cool. Go. Why do K- you think this is cool? The KFA fact checked always comes best. <laughs> I like how he puts his hand up. Yeah. Chick. Yeah. Chick. Okay, sorry, the, Adrian. I'm the scared. The gift came from a woman who was a servant for Eugene's family. The woman was abused and thus used the art of voodoo to get her revenge. There it is. The previous, okay, re- re- rewind. The previous, the person who had the doll that got, gave it to. To the grandfather. That gave it to Odo's grandfather. Yes, yes. Odo's grandfather. Okay. Then Odo's grandfather gave it to Eugene. Jesus so Christ. already this doll has been tampered with with voodoo. And then uh, Eugene used it to give it a more human-like form as something as a friend, someone, a companion. 
And now this doll has voodoo as well as a spirit going inside of him. And I think this is what really connects him with all the activity that's been seen. And the house that they, they lived in was 534 Eaton Street in Key West, Florida, right? If you know about Key West, it's an island the south of Florida. And this area has some ties to the voodoo religion. Like, we'll, we'll give it, you know, more life as we talk about in later episodes, but... Well, not only that, but... Because uh, I actually... I went to Key West, oh, I don't oh, know, cool. probably about 10 years ago. I've never been. Yeah, we did a cool flam- family trip down to Florida, but... Um, I, I thought he was going to say flaming trip, and I was like, oh my god, I knew it! <laughs> Is this you coming out of the you closet, mu- you, must know, you must know a lot about Key West, then. <laughs> yes, queen! No, no, but for real, Key West, uh, it's an inter- interesting place, because they do every evening, it's like a... I don't know what they call it. It's like a Sundance thing. They're literally on the east, or the, I'm sorry, the west side of the island. There's a whole platform, and performers and artists and everybody will go out and they will like worship the sun setting. So it is. What? It's a very interesting place, and it, I think there is actually a lot of spirituality that goes in there. It's creepy because they do these ghost tours and sh- and shit about the the artist home. Mm-hmm. It's one of the parts of the tour, the artist house where. Eugene, the Otto family, right? Eugene and his parents grew up with Robert the Doll. Yeah, and it just gets fucking creepier as time goes on. Well, now we're going to describe what Robert the Doll actually looks like, so you guys can picture him while we're talking about him. Okay, spooky voice. I need spooky, saucy, slimy voice. Ooh, that's not it. Wearing American naval officer costume and holding a small stuffed lion. Why do you always get sexy when you yeah. try to get scary? Why stop turning me on? <laughs> Put it away, Adrian. Put it away. That's not sexy. <laughs> Do it again. It's sexy. <laughs> Wearing an American naval officer costume <laughs> and holding a small stuffed lion. Robert initially looks rather innocent. That's but it. looking closely, Robert carries a quiet wrath, and his history suggests that he could. Most certainly be a voodoo doll. I need you to clarify something to me. <laughs> I think I'm. I did see a picture of Robert the doll. Mm-hmm. Um, his, there's no facial features. Like he has, like there's no eyes. There's no nose. Right? Yeah. No, there, there, there is. There, there, there is, is eyes. They're they're big black eyes, and then they have like this little like he has like a little nose. It just looks like two holes basically. I'm going to show you a picture in real time, Chase, Yes, as he's describing. I don't think I want to look. Here's a good one. Ooh, what? Yeah. yeah. That's really him? Yeah. I thought I thought his face was like Slenderman, like blank. No. No, this is... Holy Sorry, I'd get closer shit. to the mic. Uh, this is him and, in his fucking case in Key West. Fun fact, there there is a caretaker of Robert the Doll that takes care of him at the museum. Because, I mean, he has been alive. I, I don't want to butcher this, but I think it's 120 years. He's been alive. That do we know what it's made of? Because that looks like straw. That, he stuffed made of straw? straw. Yeah, and I don't know the material, but it's an old material. They used to stuff the handmade dolls back then, back in the early 1900s. Or he was actually probably made in even the late 1800s. Um, not not materials that we have that we use readily today. His face seriously looks like it's made out of that like uh, molding plastic that they use for like yes. Um, what are they? Something dummies? Safety dummies? Yes. Yes. He that's does. Exactly. He looks like a safety dummy. Oh my god! That's a Chase. good. That's a really good way to describe it. But his eyes, even though they don't have pupils, will actually fucking move, which is crazy. It, I hate it, this. It, I hate all this. It's kind of like those paintings that you feel like they follow you. Yeah. That that's kind of what you imagine when you look at him. Yeah. Interesting. 
He steals your soul just by looking at him. So, Robert, wherever you are, buddy, we, we love you. I'm sorry. Let us continue. Adrian, let's talk a little bit about what happened after um, the Odo family, when Gene really started befriending. Because it, it, the dog became his best friend. Yeah, basically this was, it was like your toy that you had when you were four or five. Your little blanket. I know I used to carry a little blanket around when I was five. And that thing was so nasty. It was all trashed up. But I love that thing. And this is exactly what Eugene felt when he was carrying around Robert the doll. So For only a little while. Yes. Bum bum bum. Bum bum bum. Eugene quickly became infatuated with Robert, even giving him his own first name and talking about Robert in the first person as if he were actually alive. When strange things started happening around the house, knocked over furniture, ripped up toys, etc. Eugene was always found terrified in his room, claiming that Robert did it. So one of the stories I want to talk about was you talk you, these you read these stories, you research all these things. It says recorded. Who knows how the fuck this got out into the public? But one of the first instances, like the most um, uh, intense instances that Gene and his family experienced, was around the age ten. Gene was was in bed sleeping, and in the middle of the night, he woke up to find Robert sitting at the end end of his bed, just staring at him. And if you go look at what Robert the doll looks like, if I woke up to that fucking thing looking at me, get me out of here. Just, just get me out of here. Then his mother woke up to, to Jean's screams, and she burst into the room. But what's weird is she couldn't get the door open. It was locked, and they never locked the door. So she, she had to forcefully open the door, and when she bursted in, the doll remained at the edge of the bed looking at Gene. Chills. Yeah. Chills. The door was locked. Here's what's weird to me, and this is where I see a weird parallel. Um, a lot of these stories that I've heard and I've seen, um, they are extremely, extremely uh, similar to some of the stories at the Stanley Hotel. So, I mean, there's a couple stories at the Stanley Hotel where there's one room in particular there is theoretically haunted by a cowboy. Um, one Yeehaw! Of <laughs> wow, Adrian got the the sound effects going. Wow, Adrian is more country and you're more Mexican. This is yeah. super weird. Hey! <laughs> Yeehaw! So there is there's one where you can see him by the window, and there's another room that theoretically um, a lady will sit on the edge of the bed, and so you'll wake up feeling the depression from the edge of the bed. Could you imagine? If it was you did it wasn't you just an apparition, like you were saying, a doll sat down. You felt the depression of a doll sitting down in your bed, and you woke up to that shit. Crazy thing about that, I was mattress hunting today, oh. and I was looking at Tempur-Pedic beds, and I was like, my dog will have a better impression in this bed than I will because he'd be laying in it all day long. Sorry, <laughs> it was just a funny story that kind of. Hey, he has to lighten the mood because I'm obviously not having a good Dude, time. Dude, he derailed himself. <laughs> oh, you derailed yourself. That's a first. I don't feel like an asshole anymore. All right. Well, to recap, it sounds like there's a doll that was made from Germany. And it was the same toy company that made the doll for Teddy Theodore Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Um, and now after it's been passed through the hands of a servant, turned into a voodoo doll, had a spirit in it. It has now been transferred to a little boy that's having some creepy-ass, scary shit going on with it. And the doll is very fond of Gene, but not necessarily of the parents. Yes, and 
it's a great transition over because this is one of my favorite stories about Robert the Doll. One of the creepiest ones is one day Eugene's aunt, who was living with them at the time, suggested that Robert uh, be locked up in the attic because they were experiencing all of these crazy things happening. In the yeah, house. they would hear him just giggling randomly. And then Robert, I mean, excuse me, Gene would talk to Robert and the parents would hear Eugene. Robert. Oh, yeah, Robert. Robert speak back to them in a different, a child voice. I mean, shit that you don't want to hear in the early 1900s when witches are running around naked in forests and shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> right, Chase? Right. A- absolutely. Uh, but the crazy thing is, is uh, so once she made the statement, locking him up in the attic so he wouldn't, you know, terrify anyone else in the house. The aunt dies in her sleep that very night. What? Di- dies in her sleep that very night. So it's not only that, oh, this family's seen, you know, stuff thrown off shelves. They're not hearing a bunch of laughing. You know, they're going absolutely crazy. One of their family members died right after making the statement. And this is true for modern times, too. We'll get to that in a little bit. But did they, Adrian, did they end up actually putting him in the attic? Did Eugene agree to it? No. So there was no proof that Robert was responsible of killing the ant. So there wasn't like the Chucky thing where the just shows up and just starts stabbing the ant. But she just passed away. I read after she passed away, and this is where the activity gets really fucked up, is before it was vo- this is vocal experiences, it was seeing Robert maybe move around the room a little bit. But when sometimes when Eugene was at school or out out of the house, they would see Robert running through stairs and hallways, and they would just catch glimpses of him running and giggling because he was getting more. It was like he was feeding. I think this dude was feeding off their fucking energy and just getting and more active. Yeah, and the fear. And uh, I do want to go back. I did make a mistake. It was the one time KFA did does need a fact check. To Can himself. F, what's the what's the word to get rid of the fact check? Like if it's ching, it's a. <laughs> that was a good, I like the way your your mind went there, buddy. But when the aunt did make this statement, they did put him up in the attic. And then once this happened, the Odos decided to appease the doll by bringing him back to let him stay in Eugene's that's, room. That's what I freaking saw. I I said I saw that um they after they did that, oh, they could hear pitter patter on the ceiling yes. from the attic, yes. running back and forth and all then, day long, all freaking day long the fucking pedestrians outside because this place where they where the house was actually really pretty house did you see the house i did not like right now currently on zillow it says it's 1.2 million it's actually a really fucking cool house and there's a really busy fucking side street he just got hard for a house it's a really busy side street and people would walk by and see robert in the window mocking them waving to them doing all sorts of weird shit and then on top of what you just said about the pitter patter on the fucking attic this family was getting absolutely terrorized but but Eugene kept his faith with Robert. It's like they they were like inseparable at a point. And we'll get further along along the story on why he he stayed true to to Robert the doll. Yes, that's great because we'd move on to the later years of Eugene. And once Eugene was an adult, he took over his parents' house once they both passed away. And that's he was reunited with the doll. And Eugene resorted to his old behavior when he was a child. He would take Robert everywhere. It was like he was 10 again. He would go. His wife would see him hanging out with Robert, talking to Robert. He would only eat dinner with Robert the doll. And this man, mind you not, he's 35, 40 years old with the doll all the time. And I think what little little bit of backtracking was 
I think I think Eugene really gave into Robert's power because one time when they locked him up in a separate room or whatever, they the a bystander saw him in a window something and and Eugene swore that Robert was in his room that he had him on the shelf or whatever, and he would Robert would uh, Eugene would go up to the attic or wherever Robert was where someone saw him, and they'd find Robert just sitting there, that he. Went where he pleased. Mundo goes where he pleases. <laughs> There's a little League of Legends for you. Stocks. Stonks. Stonks. So you see this this reoccurring thing where you cannot hold this doll down. And I think Eugene just gave in. And I don't blame him. I just give in. Like, yeah, bro, just do what you want. Do what you want to do. Do you, boo-boo. Do you. Exactly. I mean, the stories behind him when Eugene had him, when Eugene was still alive, uh, neighbors also believe that the doll was very haunted. So it wasn't just the family going around saying, oh, we have this haunted doll. Like, Come see it. Give us money to see the haunted doll. Like what we saw with the Lutz family from the Amityville horror. Uh, It's more like everyone in that neighborhood, they knew Robert the doll was haunted. Every time they passed that house, they were terrified to see what he was doing. It's truly fucked up. Yeah. Well... Going back kind of to what we started with when he got the doll and how it came from a servant that was being abused. I when Some of the stuff that I was reading on it was there's a lot of speculation that because she was being abused, she actually put her soul into that doll that to too. haunt this family the whole time. Yeah, that would be so fucked. It was a spiteful spirit. She was. She yeah. didn't have a good life. She had a harsh life. Well, and that is why we talked about voodoo in the beginning, because this doll truly was a vessel for, for either her or something else. Well, it's, it's not that. It's spiteful to this day. If you make fun of him or if oh. you, you know, whatever you do that he doesn't like, you're going to be in a world of hurt. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about then. We're, we're kind of moving into modern. And we're getting close to the end of the episode here because there's a fucking bunch of meat and potatoes about what the fuck is happening in modern times. But sadly... In 1974, Eugene died in his childhood home. He stayed in that home that whole time, which just blows my mind, that all this activity, everything considered, he still had that fucking doll. And he kept in the same home. It's it's fucked. It it is. And once he passed away, the woman that bought it, it, her name was Myrtle Rudder. You know? We're going to go with that last name. Myrtle Rudder? And uh, as a result, Myrtle... Also required the old haunted Robert. I guess it must have been like an estate sale. Yeah, I guess there was stuff in that. I mean, the things it was it was a famous home, the artist home. Yes, Eugene. Let's give love to Eugene. He was an incredible artist. He had some great works, and things in the house held held value, and they and he, she kept it in the purchase of the home. Yeah. So once she takes over the house, the uh, her and her friends, they would hear footsteps and laughing from Robert's room. So they even left Robert in his own room. So when they purchased this house, they, they still left the doll in his own room, That's which is crazy. Burn it with purge with fire. Why do people not just burn these goddamn objects with fire? Haven't you seen Supernatural? If you just get rid of a demon, they just encase another person's body as, as their vessel. I should say Supernatural is scientifically accurate. Dude, Supernatural has some points. I'm not going to lie. Do you think salt, really off topic, do you think salt actually prevents ghosts from passing through in certain places? It's believed in a lot of different... It's crafts. weird. So I'm going to stick with it. I have, I am, I can't sit here and say with any authority that I know shit about shit. So I'm just going to stick with that it does. All right. Supernatural is our Bible, guys. From now on <laughs> in, this is what we know, all and know. Uh, but 
when Myrtle was younger, she said that the doll haunted her more. So when she was around 20 to 30 years old, Robert would try to attack her in her sleep because I feel like Robert didn't get the same kind of love that he got from Eugene. Well, Robert just needs love. So I kind of I want to go into a couple. I've got a couple discussion points that I want, but I'm going to save it for the end. It's kind of our little discussion, right? Okay, let's wrap up. Okay, let's wrap up where Robert is in modern times because in part two, we will talk about what he is doing currently. So after Eugene died, they bought the house. There was some more paranormal activity with with Robert the doll at the uh, the Eaton Street home, and they had a ten year old daughter, the new owner. Quickly after enjoying the the new home, it turned a little bit more violent. She donated she donated the doll to a museum and claimed the doll was evil and trying to kill her and her family, which great, you know, at least somebody came to their senses and got rid of the fucking doll, <laughs> right? Right? Am I crazy? No, Robert, you we love like you. Crazy. We love you, and it's. It's okay. Whatever Hunter's saying, you're not a mean person, and I just wanted to get that pass. Thank you for saving me on that. So, Robert, as I was saying, was donated to a museum, and this museum is still around today. It is the East Martello Fort Museum. It's in a really fucking cool location. I want to go, guys, because they do ghost tours. You can go see Robert on display. We're going to talk about that in part two because he seems to be pissed that he's imprisoned in a glass box. I'd be pissed too. Anybody who's in prison is pissed. Maybe we should do a little experiment. We should put Chase in a box for a couple of days, see how he does. A as long box. as we feed him go fast and put a computer in there, we should be good. <laughs> go Lots. fast and tobacco. Lots of tissues. <laughs> Lots of tissues. <laughs> They're not what you think they are for. They're actually for medicinal uses. Uh, yeah, my nose runs like motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to humid climates, does your nose get better or is it just worse? Um, no, my sinuses are fine, but I, I enjoy going to human climates because it heals my body. Aww. Salt water. Salt. Repels ghosts. Maybe I'm a demon. <laughs> or he's a spirit. Throw or salt he, at him. Throw or it he's at him. a top hat man. Schwan. Oh, wait. Schwan. That's the first time we mentioned the Schwan today. I know. Let's ask Schwan. How you doing, Schwan? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare mock Schwan! You should have just left it quiet to see if he would have said something. Yeah, let's try it. How guys. creepy would that have been? Sean, how are you doing? All I hear is the girls upstairs. The girls upstairs. I <laughs> <laughs> okay. there. I got a little creeped out. I'll be I did. I got a little. <laughs> moving on. Okay, guys, recap. That is Robert the Doll. This is the scary history of where he came from, how he was made, the, the family that he affected. And it gets even fucking worse when we look at modern times. Recorded videos, photos, all these shitty things that people have done in the last few years that he has punished greatly. But we have some discussion points we want to talk about with cursed objects, voodoo, hoodoo, all this creepy shit. Take it away, Chase. Bring us home. All right, so to start my discussion off, because like I said, um, I didn't do too much because I'm terrified of this guy. Like, I don't want anything to happen to me that these other people claim have happened to them. Um, So I want to start off from the beginning and hopefully it's kind of a good recap. Do you guys think, because this toy this doll i should say um came from a a company in germany do we first off do we have any information on the actual company that made this doll let's see adrian do you have anything on it that you uh no i mean this was just a company that just made dolls i mean it's still around to the day yes uh, you can you can look at their website it's s-t-e-i-f-f.com stiff they're still around it's uh give you something stiff (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I was going to make a comment, but I'm too scared to make it. Yeah, I'm um, scared. Well, the only reason I bring that up is because it, it makes me wonder if... I'm, I'm trying to basically track Robert from the start. Like, where at what point did this doll become possessed with some sort of spirit to make it what it is? Well, I think you're trying to find a point where, you know, it just... In the clouds, it goes, Robert the doll, you're going to be the most haunted doll ever. <laughs> but I think... What we're really passing up on is that dolls are just a great vessel. They're human form, really good for spirits to take over because it shows, it like depicts another human-like structure. Uh, I would disagree. I, I think I'm not looking for the rainbow because I think there's a very clear point in here, and that's what I'm trying to get at. There, There's a series of uh, trading of hands of this doll. The doll is made, the doll is handed over, the doll is theoretically cursed by an abused servant, painted, and then given to a, a child. I'm sure we could find some crazy conspiracies. This this company, I'm just looking it up, uh, in the German company, the Steff company, was founded in 1847. So what kind of shit has this doll been through? I mean, we this is where we lose in translation of where where these things originate from and what what did this servant actually go through? I mean, that's what really creeps me out. We can get into, I mean, we've talked about this before, Chase, with, um, you know, like demonic symbolism in pop culture, things that, that you know, go deeper, like that P&G. I mean, dude, we can get into a whole rabbit hole of weird shit that these companies are doing and affecting and the occult and yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Well, because I'm like, okay, I'm literally sitting here right now staring at the skull you brought back from Mexico. Mexico. And I'm looking at this, and my immediate reaction is, this is an inanimate object. Correct. Now, it's a very solid object, so there's no way that I could, literally could like move its mouth to make it look like it's talking. Right. There's no eyes, there's so no it doesn't mechanism. look like it's following you, right? Yep. So, at, why Robert the doll? Why this doll in particular? How did he get possessed? Why do you think he got possessed? And why do you think to this day he has an aura around him? What I think is uh, Eugene's grandpa was a very messed up man. He abused the servant, and the servant wanted to take his re- take her revenge on the whole family. It's kind of like the Paranormal Activity 3 movie where the grandmother told basically the devil when she was in the cult that the demon could have the firstborn woman. And this is why they had the whole paranormal thing. I think it's the same kind of result is she wanted payback, and that was the best way she could find payback. So do you think that then that this doll is actually possessed by a woman? Possibly. and But the crazy thing that is so hard to just say it's the woman is because Robert takes the fact of a kid. You know, he giggles like a kid. Everyone hears a kid-like voice. So that that's where it's weird. I... Maybe she had an unborn child, and the unborn child went into the, the spirit form of Robert, and bang, we got Robert the doll. Which is now Bloody Mary. <laughs> oh, we're making it happen. <laughs> but, but then again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play devil's advocate here, is she was alive when she was being mistreated, and she cast whatever curse, or she had whatever seance, or whatever she did to that doll to punish her owner right because this remember guys this is the south in the you know mid to late 1800s there was still i mean this is key west i mean news didn't travel as fast on those islands as as other places there's this form of slavery this could have been indentured servers uh, indentured servants 
She could have been truly abused, and this is her retaliation. Now, did she die and possess the doll? I don't know, but it's a kid. That's where I wish we could get a little bit more factually based on the origins of this. I cannot find... There's a, there's, there's a loss in the history of Robert. Well, that, it, it's because of everything we hear is from the word of mouth. Sure. Uh, we got uh, all of our facts because the museum did a bunch of research and dug a bunch and tried to figure out. So now they're just putting in points from word of mouth, basically. I, I had a bit of a light bulb kind of go off as you guys were talking. Ooh. That's what I, I, I like to hope that people do that when I'm shitting out of my mouth. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> well, as I mentioned earlier, when we were talking about the actual um, voodoo side of things and when it comes down to um, the cultures of the past, there's an interesting point in this article. They say multiple times, and I think this is an, a point they're trying to make, is that when people are interacting with these uh, Nikisis and these Ngangas to do whatever it is they want to do with that, there has to be a chief involved. There is one person involved that handles the interaction between the thing and the spirit. Now, if you think about it and what you guys are telling me and what we've been talking about, if we truly think that this doll is, I don't want, I don't know if it's possessed, haunted, whatever you want to say. Uh, we'll just say encased with this servant spirit because of the research that we've seen. There is no particular person or sole owner who is in charge managing this doll. It, it's a great reason that you say this because <laughs> in a lot of the research behind why dolls can be haunted and what haunts a doll is that dolls can be dormant and only activated by certain by the right circumstances. So let's talk about the doll that's at my house. It maybe it's not the right circumstances for it to become, you know, Robert the doll doll part two, but maybe that servant that was with that first had the doll, maybe she had the right circumstances to activate the spirit within it. Wow. We're getting, really, two, we're getting really deep on that. No, you two really bring up some incredibly intelligent points. I have a, a boner right now. Oh, good. <laughs> Adrian, please don't touch my dick. That's sexual harassment, HR? Yeah, HR? We are HR. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, are, we have two votes against three, against Hunter. No, it's truly, though, guys, that... I, I, I know we're coming to the end of the episode, and there is so much meat and potatoes in this stuff, but... As I'm just reading the history of this company, there's there's just weird parallels between maybe these are dormant. I like to think, and this is maybe a stupid analogy, but they're like dormant landmines where this doll possessed great power um, to serve that servant who, who was abused. It was hers. And then Eugene gave it power, and for whatever reason, it, it manifested more fear. It fed off more of this fear and this energy. And where it is in the modern place right now, we feed that shit all day. And we're feeding him right now. I mean, he, he probably yes. could feel this energy right now. And that's what we're getting. You guys are getting some really cool parallels. And I think for another day, this will be a really good topic to talk about these dimensions that you guys are opening right now. I, I think spiritualism. Yeah. Well, I, I, and that's, I guess that's the part. It's like, it's the missing piece right now. And that's the hardest part I'm trying to understand is that missing piece is why this doll what is it and how did it come to be? There's, there's like, like you were saying in the history, there's the beginning of how it was made, where it was transferred, but no reason why this thing is. And that for me, 
goes to paranormal experiences in general. Like, why? It's the missing piece that no one can figure out. And for my, it's funny because when I talk to my dad about things, he, he thinks he's got a pretty good understanding of most things, which he does. Sure. But space and time blows his fucking mind. <laughs> Don't get me started on quantum physics, <laughs> he, bro. He, the second he starts thinking about space because it's so vast and so unknown, it just, his brain shuts off. And that's me right now in this situation. So that is why we're doing a second part. There is a whole other side of Robert the Doll that is now modern day that we're going to get into in the second part. And I think it's even more terrifying than the origins of Robert itself because the thought of it actually being possibly real and there actually is that connection of like the um, Eugene's aunt dying because of this, that's the veil. That's the whole veil we've been talking about since day one. That it's intangible. You can't find it. You can't discover it. But it's there. No, no one could answer the question. Just yeah. like the witching hour that we talked about. Yep. No one could answer why you see the figures in front of you. Yeah. It could tell you, oh, your body's doing this. But why does your body do that? Yeah. We want to encourage you guys as listeners to get out there and see this shit. Experience it. If you're a skeptic, I'm a skeptic. Adrian doesn't believe in any of this shit. Chase and I are more on the same level of the skepticism. I, actually, dolls, dolls creep me the fuck out. So, uh, <laughs> the truth way comes be- out. Yeah, I'm way He's beyond. He's admitting it publicly. Yeah. <laughs> I just think there's there's just a lot of... You guys touched on some really good points. And it's going to get even fucking more terrifying in part two. Because people that you can relate to in whatever age group or, or, or whatever you can relate to, they've experienced this shit after seeing him. In person, in Key West, at the museum. Or I hate it. Making fun of him. Yeah, you don't make fun of this guy. This you respect him, and I'm I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna reiterate it again. Robert, we love you. We respect you, and please don't hurt us. <laughs> We're just trying to get your history out, and yeah. we just want to talk about you. Yeah, and I think that's a great transition over to getting you guys prepared for part two. Part two. Exactly. So, and if you guys are listening to this and maybe you have some knowledge or even some insight on dolls, please email us. We would love to know. We will read your thoughts. We will contemplate your thoughts. We'll even argue with you because that's what we like to do. So please, uh, if you guys have any information or if you thought about any of these um, questions that we had and you have your own opinion, we would love to hear from you. Um, Before we move on, I think we have some relatively big news to give out. Someone emailed us. Someone actually emailed us. Holy <laughs> shit. You know what? I'll be honest. I was seriously just going to be like, have our parents email us. Yeah. And we'd be like, hey, we got some listener emails. No. Yeah. We got a random ass stranger to email us about our Hotel Colorado. That is freaking huge. We are so, so excited. Cool. We're so excited to talk about these stories. And we got another story, too. Yes, we have Reddit. one about Cabin in the Woods. Yes. So be prepared for that. We will be talking about it next episode in part two yeah we're gonna we're gonna read these it's time to let the people's voice be heard yes we are so excited we want to hear you guys stories we want to get your stories out on the air so please 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 if you guys have anything i don't care even if you stubbed your toe and you thought a ghost did it please email us and we'll look it over (laughs) (laughs) we'll consider (laughs) we we might not read it but we we will enjoy it we'll read it to ourselves while so, we're taking a shit. And so there's some other <laughs> big news that we have. This is really good news. This is some it's other big news. It's dream come true news. Well, I hope this is the one we're thinking of. We're on the same wavelength. Our Patreon. Yes! Our Patreon is set up. So if you guys are feeling saucy and you want you like our content and you want to help us out a bit, um, please look us up on Patreon. As always, it's stuck in this purgatory. 
Um, there's a couple different tiers you can look at. You can get some exclusive uh, looks at some new uh, episodes. You can get some. You get the unedited episodes, which oh. might be pretty fun for you. I think the unedited Krampus episode is fucking gold. <laughs> it's. I listen to that shit on the regular. It brings me great joy. <laughs> and boners. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, um, we have a couple more things. We are going to be updating the artwork a little bit. So if you guys, um, you see that change and you look on your Spotify and you're like, well, this is stuck in this pur- purgatory. It is. We made some changes to it. Um, we are trying to make it a little bit better. We are also probably going to be changing some of the music. So look forward to some of that as well. We're constantly improving. We oh. want this to be gold star, five star rating. On Spotify. Shit. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. Spotify now has ratings. So if you like our show, (sighs) don't forget to go rate it. Um, That's going to tell us if we're absolute dog shit or if you actually like us. Well, well, if you're going to give us a one star, just just know we're very poor. We need to buy Chase some shoes, and we need to buy Hunter some pants. So don't don't do the one star. I'm literally not wearing pants right now. I'm naked. (laughs) I'm cold. (laughs) Help me. All right, Adrian. You want to end this off? Send us home, Adrian! Okay, well, since we did talk about our email, please give us an email at stuckinthispurgatory at gmail.com. Give us your best, your wild, your crazy stories. Uh, also, go give us a look on Instagram. It's stuckinthispurgatory. And go watch all of our early shots on TikTok about the <laughs> podcast that we're going to be doing the next week ahead at Stuck in This Purgatory. Uh, one thing I want to mention, too, is um, please check us out on Instagram at Stuck in This Purgatory. It is stuck underscore in stuck underscore. Wow, I butchered that. Stuck Restart. Underscore. Hold up, hold up. Time out. These boomers think that you have to type in the, the whole username. You don't. Just oh. type in Stuck in This Purgatory. <laughs> Our outro is not this long. Fuck off. Don't tell us we're <laughs> goddamn boomers. End us up, Honor. Stuck in this purgatory on Instagram. Check out our link tree. This is where you're going to find all the different um, URLs for all of our other content so you can see more of it. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you guys. Thank you for the support. Um, We can't wait to get more content out for you, and we appreciate everything you do for us. I think for the first time since we started this podcast, in a short time, we're feeling the intensity of our dream coming true and it's it's not because what we're doing is what you guys are doing for us gosh i'm so excited i love you all but unfortunately we are all stuck in this purgatory